Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles We're in the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 45 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan I am Ethan, you can find me on Twitter at Viva La Ethan I'm Soda, you can find me on Twitter at Soda underscore Hunter all right, man. 45. I know for me, it's pretty easy. I immediately go to that Kurt Busch uh, last season at Kansas Speedway where with the Jumpman paint scheme. What about you? You know, it's, it's funny. I think Kurt Busch too now. Oh, he's, do you? He's only been there one year. Yeah. But I still, that still is the first thing that pops in my head when I think 45. But I think more of the Monster Energy. Yeah. But yeah, even over Kyle Petty and Adam Petty and Rich Bickle or whoever else drove the 45 car back in the day, I still go with Kurt Busch recently for some reason. Heck yeah, I get it. It's a, I mean, it's a good choice for sure. So I'm in Disney World. Yeah. This is live from Orlando on a tape recording. And it's also live from Kansas. <laughs> I'm in a, a Disney all-star resort hotel room. My kids are out swimming. My wife's out there with them. Uh, I say swimming. Yes, it is 88 degrees down here. And it's been hot all week. So, yes, there's a bunch of people out there swimming right now. Oh, yeah. And the pools are heated, kind of. My wife says they're about 85 degrees, okay. so, which isn't really warm, if you know if you're familiar with water temperature and like pool temperature, stuff like that, 85 degrees is not warm by any stretch of imagination. We we're not really comfortable in our pool unless it's about 88 to 90. Oh yeah. Okay. But 85 is doable for kids though. You know, for like, sure. Yeah. Like whatever we're swimming, we're good. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we came down, I can go over the trip real quick. Yeah. We came down, uh, Friday when I got off work, I got off work around noon. And we came all the way down to Orlando to a uh, non-Disney hotel and went to Hollywood Studios the first day. Had a bunch of, we had fun, but everything we tried to do, it seemed like the rides kept breaking down when we tried oh, to do no. them. So we had to keep going back and jumping all over the park, which we really didn't want to do, but we wound up getting everything in and it wound up being a lot of fun. Um, and then Sunday, we left that hotel and checked into the Disney hotel, left our luggage there so they could just take it onto the room for that night so we wouldn't have to deal with it. And we went on to Daytona. And we got to the free parking lot because they, they have a free, they have one giant lot. I think they have two, but one of them I know for sure, lot seven is what they call it. It's giant and it's free. So you just follow the traffic, go into the lot, park with the other thousands of thousands of people that park there, walk over to the buses, and it's either a charter bus or a school bus. They have like 50 buses shuttling people back and forth between there and the track because the parking lot's like three or four miles away from the track. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, there's no parking around the track unless you pay big money. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all uh, development around there. It isn't like probably like Kansas or Talladega I'm thinking of sure. where it's, it's kind of by itself and all the area around it's like parking. Yeah. This is a city. Wow. So you have the stretch, you know, that famous stretch 
that goes alongside the track that has the sign hanging over. Yeah. It says, welcome to Daytona beach. Oh yeah. That that's the bridge that you walk over to get from the lot to the buses drop you off at, which is parking lots for like Bass Pro and a bunch of other stores. And uh, they say block all that off for bus traffic. And you walk over that bridge that says, welcome to Daytona Beach, and you walk into the track. Like you walk into the, the surrounding, there is a strip of asphalt around the outside of the track to uh, set up for vendors, things like that. You know, like you have all your, your merchandise haulers and your your uh sponsor tents you know there's a big chevrolet thing there's a lot of toyota stuff um toyota's all over daytona like walking into it like there's a giant escalator and stairs but nobody's taking the stairs i mean come on come you're on dri- you're, you're escalating up a banking right basically yeah. the track nobody's taking the stairs right so you take the escalator and on the left side of the escalator it's a bunch of uh toyota cars i think pretty much every toyota in the field like full-size vehicles coming down the banking oh wow yeah there's very little ford chevy um what's the word i'm looking for representation going into the track since the tracks like i don't know i guess it's much about toyota I don't know. They, they sponsor a bunch of stuff on the track itself. Like Ford and Chevy had some things around the track, but the actual track itself was all Toyota. And um, it's cashless. Oh. And their Wi-Fi was down. And it was 88 degrees. Oh, no. Nobody could get a drink or a beer or anything and there was a bunch of really cranky people outside that track for a little bit man well that kind of happened to me uh in 2021 it was kind of my first time going back to a nascar race after a couple years and uh yeah i got there thinking you know i all i had was cash that's all i Mm -hmm. had and nothing accepted cash and i was like oh my gosh so i had to uh suffer through the arca and the truck series races so that's like an all-day deal between practice and qualifying and stuff and then by i think i got there at like noon and it wasn't until about 10 o'clock that night in may in kansas that i got to go mm-hmm. home, uh, go back to the hotel and i i would have drank out of the fishbowl if i had to <laughs> you know it was bad a lot of these events like this now are cashless i know i've been to a couple of uh football games at like uh in atlanta and i think new orleans i think did that too but i'm not sure maybe not new orleans but I've been to, I think Dallas did it. Oh, really? Where it's cashless venues. Oh, wow. Where they have like these machines that you can, uh, you can actually deposit cash in and get a card for downstairs. And then you can use that card. But for the most part, it's cashless. You can't do anything. Which really is not cool for me because I'm mostly a cash guy. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. just got to know ahead of time to get a prepaid visa. Right, exactly. I mean, you, you can pay for those in cash. But <laughs> yes. So because I was at Hollywood Studios all day Saturday and driving all day Friday, um, I really didn't get a good chance to see. I saw some of the truck race. We had it kind of going off and on in the car on the way there, depending on the service and the rain yeah. on the truck race. Uh, oh yeah i think i was able to watch the last little bit am i correct in thinking zane smith won that yes okay yep he went back to back he won the season opener at daytona last year uh, last season and then uh he did it again this year Mm -hmm. um yeah so i know a little bit about that race not a whole lot i know very little about the arca or the xfinity yeah so if you want to go into any of that if you know any of it Feel free. Yeah, uh, it's going to take me a couple minutes, uh, literally just a couple minutes, because the ARCA series, kind of nothing happened, uh, mostly uh, double wide or single file stuff, pretty much all race. But our our dude, Frankie Munez, mm-hmm. he, sh- he showed up, dude. Like, he showed up big time because, I mean, I was kind of expecting him to be 25th to 30th all race long. He absolutely was not. He was up in the top three. Uh, 
for a few laps. He was mostly in the top five, top 10, all race long, uh, made super smart decisions. Um, you know, watching him race, I, you know, always try not just Frankie Muniz or Kyle, but just everybody. I try to think, okay, what would I do in that situation? And there wasn't a move that he made that race that I don't feel confident that I would have made the same, like I would have made the exact same moves the entire race. So he's, mm -hmm. he wrote, he really had a smart race, ended up 11th, uh, just simply because there was a wreck that he was involved with. I believe, um, that's still not bad. Yeah. Like he finished the race, like he, it didn't total him out or anything and he was still somewhat fast. So I'm really, really excited, uh, to see, you know, the next Arca race that's televised with him in it. So he's ran, he's uh, he's racing all season. So good, uh, good we'll, for him. Yeah, we'll have plenty of time to see Frank Munez and you will too. Um, truck series was so frustrating to watch. I couldn't even imagine being there live in person. Um, super, super frustrating. I believe, I don't, I don't know if, I don't remember if they did the truck race, if they let him race or if it ended under rain delay. I think it, now that you mention it, it ended under rain delay because I was waiting on the finish because I finally made it back to the hotel. We had it on and I saw that FS, you know, FS1 wasn't on the hotel, of course. So I pulled it up on my phone and it was showing something different. I'm oh, like, okay. Huh. Okay. And I looked on Twitter. Yep. Truck races ended under rain. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Well. Um, I mean, really, you know, it was a pretty fun race. Um, I don't know. It's been a very long few, last few days. So it kind of, everything kind of runs together. I know there mm -hmm. was a race, one of those three races where like they would delay it for 10 minutes and then they would bring the cars or trucks out on the track, do two laps and then bring mm -hmm. them back in on pit road set there for 30 minutes and then go back out for two laps and then bring back into pit road it was that was the whole first 10 laps of the race wasn't it okay yeah. they go out there for like a lap and a half and throw the caution yeah yeah Neat. so um good you know and if you want to look at it that way um i mean there's two ways to look at that either very very frustrated or the probably the smarter way to think about it is kudos on NASCAR's to be have to throw that caution out before it got really really bad because we certainly don't want another 2022 you know Daytona uh, wreck fest was it it was Daytona yeah it was Daytona yeah it was, uh, the, it was the uh, Pepsi uh, 400 yeah. yes. So don't want another repeat of that. So um, kudos to NASCAR for thinking of the safety of the the drivers and stuff. Uh, but man, as a as a fan that's been waiting, you know, for for NASCAR racing to come back, you know, it was very very frustrating. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, congratulations to Zane Smith that runs it back. Uh, went won the season opener, like I said earlier uh, last season, and he did it again this season, just like Austin Hill a uh, RCR driver in the NASCAR Xfinity series. Uh, again, not much happened in Xfinity series. Um, Austin Hill, he won the pole. And then uh, as they were doing pace laps before the start of the race, he couldn't, he didn't have uh, good radio communication. So he had to forfeit starting first, came down, got a new radio right before, like the, the lap before they were going to green and, uh, had to start dead last and i think he made it all the way up through the field in stage one and i want to say he either got second or he won stage one i, I want to say he won the st first stage and he got to the front with like 20 laps to go so like he wasted very little time to get up through that field and uh he ended up winning the race um <clears throat> nothing really I don't have any notes or anything about any of the races, so I'm trying to go off memory, and I don't well, have anything that's you know uh, right there on top of my mind. One good thing about the Xfinity series, though, with the reason why he could do that is because they got a good super speedway package. Absolutely, you, the cars are big and bulky, and they have a good amount of horsepower to them, and a good they uh, they draft really well, so they can close in real fast on other people, and they can get good runs. So they have a really good package to where they can pass like that and really run through the field if they need to. Absolutely. Not like the Cup Series. Not like the Cup Series at all. But um, we'll go into Daytona in just a minute, but real quick, like the first 20 laps, 
of that race watching it live i mean i know they're they're excited over the radio listening to the announcers because we hear the radio as they're going around but it's kind of boring they were just running side by side they weren't making any moves i mean nobody was planning strategy they it's like we're stuck you know they're just stuck doing this like oh cool they're going side by side 188 miles an hour i was like yeah but they're they don't want to be right like they they want to pass each other and they can't you know, I bet the drivers are thinking this is pretty boring. Right. No joke. I mean, because you see the same people hanging out in the back the whole time. You know, Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain, uh, our, our favorites, they were hanging out in the back the whole first part of the race. Yeah. The whole first it. stage they were back there because they just couldn't make any moves. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, yeah. uh, we can go into Daytona in just a minute. But uh, as far as like the Arca truck and Xfinity, I'm going to have to go back and watch them. Right on, uh, because I, I DVR'd everything. The trucks I probably won't because I did see most of that when they raced. Right, I drove through that rain. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once we got around the Daytona area, you could see the sprinkling coming. It was more of a mist. Oh, yeah. It wasn't really rain. It was more of a mist. And when we got closer to Orlando, uh, it got a little heavier, but it never was anything really bad. It was enough to where I'd use the wipers, but that's about it. But that's just enough, you know. And it's the same; right. it was the same rainstorm coming through. We knew that probably be about twenty to forty percent chance of rain Friday, and we saw yeah. it. But nothing in the forecast showed rain any other time of the weekend. Well, that's good, yeah. And uh, before before we get to Daytona, uh, I'm on like check off some marks real quick about the trip that I'm on yeah, right now. When we got back from Daytona, I guess it was about 10 o'clock that night, Eastern, which I know it's only an hour, but it's throwing me for a loop. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because it's right now we're, we're recording on Wednesday night, which I'm sorry that it took so long to finally get to a chance where I could record, but oh, no, it's, dude. it's a busy, it's a busy week. You're on vacation. The fact that we're actually doing an episode this week is like fantastic. <laughs> uh, vacation is not the right word to use for this. Oh, it's, it's insane how busy yeah. you are. Oh, I'm sure on a Disney trip, it really is insane. This was our our uh, our rest day. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't a rest. It wasn't at all. Uh, uh, like Monday, we went to Epcot which is the place where they have all the countries, uh, the pavilions for every all these countries. I forget how many there are. Um, I probably can't even name them. But there's a good good amount of them. Oh, and yeah. you have a, a few good, really good rides, and they have a festival going on right now, a Festival of the Arts, which I actually bought a print, which I've never done before. I've never been to a Festival of the Arts at Epcot. I actually bought a print uh for our kitchen and that was kind of neat i've never done anything like that before that's awesome but you go around trying all this new food that you never tried before all these new drinks you've never tried before like and one day i ate scallops and two beef wellingtons oh wow like, what in the world <laughs> yeah that's awesome and everything's like between five and twelve dollars you know right. like there's a little small entree so like little samples like Here's a little small piece of a beef wellington. Here's a couple of scallops with some different gourmet mashes to go with it, you know. And like here's a deconstructed key lime pie, you know, because it makes it look artsy and stuff like that, you know. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun going around trying all these new things. And I probably tried three or four different types of beer that I've never tried before. And you know, it was cool. I don't I didn't like a lot of them. Not really a beer drinker, but I was like, right. hey, I'm here and they're there, and I've never seen this before. I'll never see it again. So we try it. And there was a couple of them I thought were pretty good. And there was some of them I was like, ugh. But I think that's how beer is. Is that your your redneck way of saying YOLO? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um my so, my my YOLO thing is oh, money gets printed every day, so I can definitely spend that money on that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. My wife's just like, I'll just work overtime. 
exactly (laughs) right um but uh we did the epcot thing and uh then we got on tuesday morning we got up and went to animal kingdom my favorite part personally i just i like the atmosphere i like the vibe of it they have the best shows they have some of the best food they have some of the best rides i mean it's just i love the whole vibe of animal kingdom Uh, so was there actually any animals there yeah 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 oh really they have a safari that goes through like an african savannah no way yeah you you take a uh it's the largest of all the parks and half of it is devoted to african animals like elephants giraffes zebras uh caribou wildebeest hyenas lions wait uh, you said zebras yes zebras yes the black and white things yeah you saw some? Yes. You you saw zebras? Yes. What? What do you <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean what do you mean what I mean? Are zebra Are you saying zebras are are like a real thing? <laughs> no, they're just horses that are painted black and white. Or they're like donkeys actually. More like donkeys painted black and white. <laughs> well, I've seen donkeys. I've... Zebras are a real thing. Yes. Are you serious? You're not really serious. Uh, right? That's a bit, right? Zebras. The black and white striped Z- horse-looking Z- things. Yes. How do you spell them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things. Yeah. No, they're are they? <laughs> oh my gosh, they're actual real thing. Are you serious? You didn't think they were real? No way. You're ribbon. I don't. I think you're ribbon. I don't believe you actually didn't think they were real. Are we? Hang on. I want to take a picture of this and send it to Racing you. Stripes. That stupid movie called Racing Stripes. Well, I don't know. With the zebra. So. It's a, yeah. They're they actually look like that? Yes. Yes. They have the little Afro Mohawk things and everything. Uh, yes they do are you serious <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i just i'm 29 years old <laughs> and i just realized that zebras are a real thing oh that's okay well that's God. awesome man are <laughs> the actual zebras like you actually saw them move yes oh my gosh yes they're oh actual animals. all right you learn yeah, there's, something new there's an day. animal called an alpaca that's actually like it looks like his back legs are zebra yeah, and the I've rest seen, of them are like antelope. I've seen alpacas. I've never. I just. I guess I just yeah. never thought they were a real thing. God. That's why, like, I was always confused when somebody was like spelling something out. You know, they would say like Z as in zebra, and I'm like, well, why are you making such a big deal about something that doesn't even exist? Like, that's been one of my biggest, longest but, questions. Like you thought they were like a unicorn or well, a dragon so or something. No, I just thought they were mythical <laughs> because, like, how do you like have a unicorn? Per- yeah. How do you have perfect uh, stripes like that? Like the picture that I'm looking at right now off Google, like it looks like the most made up thing I've ever seen in my life. And I will take a picture of this and and post it on my Twitter when this drops, so everybody sees how fake this zebra looks. <laughs> and they've all looked like that. They all look the same. Well, they're not the same. How they're do you have the same? The same. Well, like, how do you have stripes like in the same locations? You know they're actually black with white stripes and not white with black stripes. Get out of town. That's what they say. Shut your butt. <laughs> Are you really? Uh, I feel so stupid. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Oh We're my god. Twenty-three minutes into this, and we've spent thirteen of that <laughs> talking about zebras. That's... You spent thirteen of that talking about zebras. My I, dad. I saw them the other day. Sorry, man. I've never. Uh, <laughs> I. You know how people think like the world is flat. Mm-hmm. I I believe that the world is oval, or like a spear. Oval. Spare. The world is oval. <laughs> the world is Dover. Uh, <laughs> um, like okay, so I the feel world like the world is oval. by that's <laughs> Oh my god! New T-shirt. Um, the world is oval. Yes, I, we need a we need a picture of the Earth, but like a trioval. Yes, I the, love the that. world is oval. Um, but I just, I don't know. Crying. 
I I never thought zebras were a real thing. So when you said that, like you just said it so nonchalantly, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you don't think that everybody just heard you say a mythical? That's wild. All right. Um, we were talking about Daytona, I believe. No, I was talking about my. Trail. Oh yeah, that's right. You, you got I'm off on this weird tangent about zebras not being real. I am so now. I wrote on the back of a, a banshee from Pandora that wasn't real, but I did. <laughs> wow, that's um, wild. They have, you know, the original plans for Animal Kingdom was they had they were going to have like a fantasy land, like a mythical creature land in Animal Kingdom. Oh, it was going to really? be where um, shoot, well they they had uh, the animals and they had dinosaur land or dino land, which they they made. But they were also going to have a mythical beast land where it was going really? to have things devoted to like the uh, unicorns, dragons, pegasus type creatures, you know, um, yeah. you know, like like what you thought a zebra was, you know, those kind of mythical creatures that don't exist only in, you know, fantasy. But the budget got cut for that and they couldn't do it. Really, but if, but if you walk in Animal Kingdom and you look on the signage as you come in, even the Animal Kingdom logo, I think you'll see creatures like that. Like you'll see dragons and Pegasus and stuff like that. You know, so really, yeah, they still have it there, but it's not an actual land that you could you can visit, which is a neat little Disney trivia thing that most people don't realize. But um. Some people don't realize zebras are a real thing either. I know at least one. Wow, um, that's wild. I'm not over that yet. Today was the rest day. We went to Disney Springs, <laughs> which is a shopping district. And we, uh, have you ever heard of Gideon's Bake, no. bake, bake House? Uh-uh. It's a cookie place. Oh, cool. And it's these like big half pound cookies. Half pound cookies? Yes. Hello. Okay. And got my attention. They are so popular. The wait this morning was 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And I have seen the wait as high as two hours. Jeez. Like, okay, we have started a virtual queue. We will text you when it's your time to come back and stand in this 15 minute line to get cookies. Oh, wow. Kind of thing. And you go off and do your own thing, and then they text you, and you come back and stay, stay in line for 15 minutes for your opportunity to go into this little tiny store and get cookies. Is that like the Starbucks of cookies? It's beyond Starbucks. Wow. It's Starbucks times like 20. I mean, it's so, like way up there. Have you ever heard of Crumble Cookie? It's similar. Okay. Getting okay. is better. Oh, is it? But it's very, very similar. Wow. Yeah, we have one of those around here. Okay, cool. I don't have, well, I think I do actually, but not here in town. I have to drive like 45 minutes to get there. But Gideon's also has a bunch of uh, really uh, Burton esque kind of artwork and drawing a Tim Burton esque kind of style of artwork with everything. It's like, it's like this old uh, spell shop uh, bookstore kind of thing that you're in that you walk in. It's like really gothic. Oh, so it, it's a lot of really cool art, really uh, macabre looking in a way, not not in like a gory way or anything like that. But all I can, I, best way I can describe is, is Tim Burton esque. You know, okay. like if you watch uh, The Corpse Bride or Frankenweenie or something like that, and you you see that style that he has as far as the animated characters go. It's like that, and um, really neat, neat place to go in. But nice. God, we walked out with a bag full of those uh, half-pound cookies, and then we went to Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, which is like good Southern food, and goodness gracious, we got stuffed. And then we went and did something stupid and went to Beaches and Cream, is what they call it. Oh. And we were there at about 5.30 today. We bought because uh, we were celebrating my son's uh, birthday, which it's it's a few weeks out, but this is you know it's close enough. We're gonna celebrate his birthday. You're in Disney World, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get um, it. we uh we bought for the whole table this thing called the kitchen sink. 
Oh, yeah. Now, I think, didn't you show me? You I, showed, me I showed you what the description said. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But it doesn't do it justice. Oh, man. Scoops of vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and cookies and cream, and mint chocolate chip ice cream. Topped with hot fudge, peanut butter, Snickers pieces, a fresh baked brownie. It also has angel food cake. Oh, my goodness. And it has a banana and I think peanuts, maybe. It says also every additional topping we have, and it's topped off an entire can of whipped cream. Oh, my. Oh, an entire can? Yes. yes. So and they make a big deal about it when it comes out, too. Like sirens go off and oh. the lights flash and oh. the person brings it out and gives this big long speech of what it is. Really? And when she goes or he or she when they go to and in, and one entire can of whipped cream, the whole crowd's cue is a whole can. I, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It that's... it was funny. We almost finished it. So oh, so you so they did that for you guys? Mm-hmm. No, they no, came we. Out- we ordered it. Yeah. But they brought it out. They do that with everybody that buys it. So and they were like hooting and hollering, bringing yeah. that to your table. Three or people did... the whole time we were there had, had gotten one. And oh. we were one of them. We were like the first one. And all of a sudden it went back to back. Like the rest of them came out for the rest of the people. Man, how was like, so everybody in the restaurant kind of like stopped and like watched you guys for mm-hmm. a minute? Yeah. How do you not like, you know, every time that happens to me, I get this like massive, like rush of adrenaline. And I just want to be like, that's right. I'm here. I'm in this house. You know what I mean? Like just about to go to town on whatever it is, man. Like, did you not do that? Like, did you do like the the Christian where he slaps his chest and he like points to his peeps? You know, like that's, that's what I do. I, I enjoy that. No, not quite. Not quite. I just we, I just sat down with my bowl ready to get the ice cream. Dunlaps are here, <laughs> baby. Yeah. But we did that, and um, I haven't been this full in a long time. Uh, completely off the keto diet this week. As you hey, that's okay. To tell. Um, and now my kids are out in the swimming pool, and I have a little time window right here for this podcast. So we're yeah. going to take a break real quick. And then we're going to talk about Daytona. But before we take the break, I want to say definitely go to SkinnyMixes.com. They have syrups for coffee and daiquiris and margaritas, anything that you can imagine. All sugar-free. We brought a bottle of it here with us for our Disney World coffee. So we use it here, too. We, we do that every time. Um, definitely go skinnymixes.com. Check it out. I'm sure you'll find something you like. Use the code MARBLES and get 10% off your first order. Absolutely. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. So how do you make a commercial about something so random? I don't know. You make it pretty random. That's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh, But come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. The kids are the kids are a bear. They are. Uh, but yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right. Let's talk about Daytona 500. Yes. First off, it was hot. Was it? It was. 
until the cloud finally covered over uh, most of the race, it was cloudy. You had like a little spot here and there, but most of the race, it was pretty cloudy. But before the race started, we were outside and the Wi-Fi was down and we couldn't buy drinks. It was hot, insanely hot. Oh, man. Like more hot than you'd think it would be in February. You know, considering the only time I've ever been, it wasn't like that because it was about to rain. Right. But you thought it was raining on TV, didn't you? Yeah, there was uh, some, uh, like, one of the TV angles uh, down in turn four looked like it had raindrops on it. So I texted you during the race. I said, is it raining there? Because, like, nobody was talking about it. Nobody was talking about it on, on Twitter. And I was like, am I not the only one seeing raindrops? But I guess, you know, that must be from, like, you know, the rubber buildup or something coming off the tires, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was kind of fuzzy, kind of hazy in okay. the distance, but it wasn't ever raining, at least not where we are, because I know these tracks are so big, it could be raining in turn one and be sunny in turn four. Right, but exactly. I've seen that happen before. I, I understand that, which is why, you know, they had that issue last year at Daytona when it started raining before they got to it. You know, NASCAR didn't even realize that it was raining that hard in turn one. Right before they threw a caution, worry by wrecked, but um, I, we never felt any rain the whole time. Not on the front straight. We were we were we were sitting. Uh, if you, if any of my pictures went through, I guess some of them did on in the marbles, Twitter, because uh, we had no service, and I did something stupid uh, when I went to get on the Daytona Wi-Fi. I um, I didn't want to like I went to sign in with Facebook. And it asked me to log in instead of going to my app. And when it did that, it's like, I don't know the Facebook login on oh, top of my head. No. Right? It's like buried in my notes somewhere. Yeah. It says I never use it. I'm always logged in everywhere. Right. And then if that happened, then Facebook would have been like, was this you? You know, and it would have been a big yeah. deal about that. But blocked everything I had, tried to get me to make new passwords or something. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then it said, well, you want to continue using without the internet? Like, I don't, but I didn't have an option right. to get out of it. And then it wouldn't give me another option to log in. I was like, well, dang, maybe I need to just, I just, I said, forget this network and I'll just go back to it because it wouldn't let me do it. It never showed up again. When it forgot the network, it forgot that network ever existed. So I couldn't even pretend oh. I wanted to get on Daytona Wi-Fi. So I was stuck. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I had posts going to Twitter and texts going to you that literally took the entire race to post. Wow. Yeah. That's why a bunch of stuff popped up after the race was over yeah. from before the race started on Twitter because yeah. it was just waiting that long to actually post. That's wild. Yeah. It's just, it was awful. Yeah, Awful I know. I, I was getting some of your uh, text messages, and and I could tell that they were taken in like right there. But like by the time I got them, you know, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was like two hours ago, you know. And I'm like, I don't know if I, I wanted to respond to them, and I think I did. But I was like, I hope these messages, I, I, you know, are not coming uh, like out of order. Like I, I was hoping that you would, you were knowing or like realizing like what I was referring to in my. You know, because I can only imagine like getting those text messages. I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, we were pretty good. We were pretty good. I got, I got a lot of what you're saying. I think you got confused with what I was sending once in a while, but I think, I think we were pretty much on the same page. Man, I'm confused 100 percent of the time. <laughs> uh, so pre-race, we got to sit there and listen to Dirk Bentley. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it, but I guess I'm a Dirk Bentley fan because I sing along to every song he's sang. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So I guess, I guess I know all of them. I didn't, I didn't realize I knew it's like one of those things. Like I found out that I was a, a three days grace fan. I was like, I don't know who sings all these songs. Let me type them. I was like, who sings this song? Oh, three days grace. Cool. Who sings this song? Three days grace. Cool. Who sings this song? I like, okay, well, I guess I'm a three days grace fan because every single song that I like, they sing, you know? So just, just imagine if you ever listened to the Jonas brothers, no, thank it'd, you. It'd be even better. You'd be like, "Woo, yeah." No, thank you. Okay, <laughs> not not my realm. Solid, not my realm. I get it. Go, go for it. I'm not. I'm not taking away from you. You can have it all. 
Yeah. Just keep I'll it all it. for yourself. Right I away. will too. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, uh it's gonna be hard for me to recall everything that happened in this race. Right. Because when you're there, you get the radio, you know, and and you do get moments like, oh, this you know, Kyle Bush sped on pit road or Pat Pastrana went through too many boxes coming into his pits, you know, something like that. We, you do get these moments like that. And you know, before everybody else does in the entire world. Yeah. Because it happens right there. And probably yeah. by the time I texted you something, you're like, what? No. And then all it's of a sudden it popped up on TV. Literally right? exactly what happened. Kyle Bush was in the lead with two laps to go. And you said, you sent me one that said, man, I think he's going to do it. And I said, I know. And then 30 seconds later, I get another one that says, Oh no. And I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at my TV and I see this text message and I'm, and, and right now all I see is, you know, I'm 30 seconds behind you and Kyle Bush is leading with two laps to go and you said, Oh no. So I'm looking, I'm like heartbroken. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, he got wrecked. Oh no. He's on fire. Something. And all it was, was, you know, uh, Daniel Suarez yep. doing what, you know, Daniel Suarez does. And he, you know, spun out and messed us up. Again, you know, two, like two nights in a row or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh no. So the whole time I was like freaking out. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. He, uh, Kyle had it, man. Kyle had it. He was it. set up. That three was not going to pass the eight. No. I know for a fact that three was not going to pass the eight. Childress has, it. <laughs> Childress has had a win with that three at the Daytona 500. And yeah. he won the last Daytona race with that three. He wants Kyle Busch to win this Daytona 500. So much was put into this, even with a backup car. So much was put into this. He had it, man. It was there. So, was it coming to two to go or the white flag that he spun out? Uh, it, it was it, two to go, right? It was two to go because if he mm -hmm. would have gotten to the white flag, Kyle would have won the race. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was... That whole last, like, I, I, I don't know. We can skip most of the race because not a whole lot happened. You had some, right. you know, like, some movers, some people going to the front, people coming to the back. You know, you had some people losing the draft. And it's amazing how much faster a pack of cars is than one or two cars by themselves. Yeah. You literally, you can, you can get lapped in, like, 15 laps. You're that slow. Oh, yeah. It's, it's especially if you're the 50 car. Because... <laughs> He was he was man. by himself the whole race, man. I'll tell you what, like going back to the Kyle Bush thing really fast. Uh, what one thing that we're not talking about was the duels, which mm -hmm. happened after the last um, since we've recorded. Uh, Kyle Bush was, you know, first time on the racetrack besides the clash, but uh, first time in the RCR car, all this stuff, uh, a lot of headlines, and I think I don't even remember. Was it like five laps to go or something? Uh, Daniel Suarez hooked up with Kyle Busch and ended up getting him squirrely. And Kyle Busch went, you know, nose first into the wall and had to go to a backup car, which was actually made for, brought for the three. So when they went back and, and re, because uh, they have what's called uh, wraps. And mm -hmm. in the garage area, they took a number three that was all decked out and they just put Kyle Busch's, um, skin almost his race car uh wrap uh, over the three of austin dillon's um so we were coming in and this is the first time kyle bush has ever led lap 200 at daytona 500 but still doesn't get the win of course uh and you know what's funny is daniel suarez made a quote and he said the new chevy noses gave better pushes in the daytona 500 than ever before clearly this idiot doesn't know what he's what he's doing because he didn't have very many good pushes at all, and the good pushes that he did always ended up with somebody in the wall. Yeah, he uh, over overdoing it. He was just over aggressive on the wrong angle. Yeah, of Kyle Busch's rear bumper in the duels and turn him into the wall. And a side note: scary, scary looking to see how far forward Kyle Busch's head moved. Oh, in that car. Man. I don't want to, I don't know exactly why it moves that far forward. I know that they do. I mean, that's a heavy impact, even though it doesn't yeah. look like it. 
it's a heavy impact regardless. And I've seen an in-car of Johnny Benson before they had all this crazy head restraint and everything. And they showed a slow-mo frame by frame of him hitting a wall at like 140. Yeah. And his whole body near about went to the passenger seat and came back. Oh, it hit so hard. So I understand you move a lot when you hit like that and you move suddenly. So it doesn't feel like you moved that far, but when you slow it down, it's scary looking. I, I hope they look into that and see what they can do to fix that. And I don't know if that's a, if that's a product of something that they did with Kyle Bush inside for his comfort or if that's a product of the car being that stiff when it hit the wall. I don't know, but man, I I was watching, obviously I was watching very intensely um, when that happened. And I remember seeing his head snap forward like that mm-hmm. while, like, like while it was happening. And, you know, all the way from the moment I saw it to like the moment, you know, it showed him getting out of the car. I was like almost in tears because I was like, man, that was horrendous. And I just, you know, oh, man, I thought it was. I didn't be- even notice it until it was on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was wondering how soon it would be a conversation on Twitter because like, like I said, I was I literally noticed it the first time it happened. And I was like, oh, man, dude, I was I was petrified to look at my phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was very worried. <laughs> yeah. But um. He wound up being okay. Never even mentioned it, really, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, pulled the backup car out. I mean, he had it. He had a chance yeah. to win. And Suarez, for the second time over Speed Weeks, he uh, cost Kyle Busch a win. Yeah, it's going to be a, a long, long time before I'm very excited to talk about the 99 at all. <laughs> um, I hate it for him. We were, I feel like, from the stands, I feel like the majority of people were wanting him to win that race. I, you know, I got that vibe just watching at t- like on TV. Like mm-hmm. I got that really overwhelming sensation that like a lot of people were cheering for Kyle Busch. Now, a lot of people, I can tell you who the people they were cheering for the most and who weren't they were not cheering for. Um, I know a lot of there were a few people that actually left when Chase Elliott wrecked. Oh wow! I I hate that people do that because they did imagine? that when I was a kid. When uh, Earnhardt wrecked, they used to do that. They would just get up and leave at Talladega. They're like, well, Earnhardt wrecked. I don't want to watch no more. They just leave. Like, whatever. That's dumb. But a lot of people were cheering for Ross Chastain. A lot of people were cheering for Chase Elliott. A A lot of people, I'm sorry. A lot of people were booing Hamlin. And a lot of people were booing Logano. But Logano had a mix you know, like he's not quite fully bad guy to everybody. Yeah. But Hamlin is. I think and, the people that you heard cheering for Logano was probably the the just for Hairman <laughs> club people, you know, like that's our guy. Also, I have no idea why they think they need to sell so much Bubble Wallace merchandise because nobody out there likes him. <laughs> I was wondering. Oh man, I'll tell you you uh <laughs> Uh man, I thought we I thought we were gonna get some heat on Twitter. <laughs> Ain't that. nobody said nothing because they know I'm telling the truth. Yeah, like we had one comment that made me concerned a little bit, and I was like, oh man, I was like watching the 500. I didn't see it. Was there a comment on it? Yeah, there was a comment on it. I'll I'll uh I'll show you after the show. But <laughs> I thought it was gonna get a little bit of traction, and just people kept on liking and liking, it, and I was like, man, you know. Nobody really likes Bubba Wallace. Nobody likes Bubba Wallace. He's a jerk. Yeah. He's absolutely a jerk. I mean, he's he's a he's a whiny, spoiled jerk. You tell him. That's just that's how it is. I mean, I always thought that way. I thought that way about Kyle Bush for a long time, too. That's and I'm not gonna lie wrong. about that because <laughs> he was always whiny and he would always just pout what? about not winning a race. He'd have so many second place finishes, like, oh, you're having an excellent point. You're like, nope, didn't win. Nope. Don't want to talk about it. Nope. Bye. You know, you just leave. You yeah. know, not, not say a dang thing. I was like, well, okay, well, thank your sponsors, maybe. No? Okay, cool. So that's so the difference there, that's called passion. Uh <laughs> what Bubba Wallace wants is attention. Yeah. You know, so I get it. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Kyle Bush is mad he didn't win. Bubba Wallace is mad that he's not the center of the spotlight. That's 
I feel like that's a very accurate thing to say. I just he's a hypocrite in a way, and I just don't I don't care if he is from my hometown. He he's literally forty five minutes down the road from me. Right. Mobile, Alabama. That's I worked there for years because that's the nearest city, so to speak. Yeah. Where they have that racetrack, Mobile International Speedway. And that's where Rick Crawford's from too. There's a few oh, people nice. from down there. But yeah, I think Kale Gale is from down that way. Kale Gale. Well. Why, why does that sound truck, familiar? Truck driver. Oh, that's right. I yeah. thought that was the goofiest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Here comes Kale Gale out of turn four. I think it was a Bubba Gale too. There's like that's a real thing for mm-hmm. all those people listening right now. Like Kale Gale is an actual <laughs> is an actual uh, race car driver. And did you know the Arca series has a race car driver named Tim Richmond? I saw that. Is he like it's who is he? Is he related to him? I don't think so. He was driving a 27 too. I know. That's why I'm like, is that his son? Like, I don't know if he is had it? any kids. Did he, did he like, have, I don't even know if he had any kids. And if he did, that that was like that was like 86, 85, 86. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, mean that's that's like 40 years ago. Yeah. So well, speaking of 40 years ago and kind of talking about Kyle Bush, did you see who was gonna be the uh uh, Grand Marshal for this weekend's cup race at Auto Club? I don't think so. Rowdy Burns. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm really uh, excited about that. That's, that's cool. cool. I, I wish that they would, uh, wish that they make the Days of, Th- Days of Thunder Part 2. Oh, I wish so too. Um, just take Cars 3, just use that story and put it on Days of Thunder 2. Yeah. Because Cars 3 was an excellent racing movie with a really good story like that. And I think it would work for cars for Days of Thunder too. Anyway, we got to talk about the end of this race. Yes. When they had that restart, like eleven laps to go, and AJ Allmendinger made that crazy move he made oh. to take the lead, the whole crowd went crazy. Really? Because we were like, we we're about to see AJ win this race. You know, and I thought that too. I was like, you know, I'd be happy if AJ won this race because I like I, AJ. Absolutely agree. I wish yeah. AJ would have won other than Ricky Stenhouse. I, well, you know, also I saw Ross Chastain win a stage, by the way. Oh, yeah. That was, that was fun. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was, because yeah, a lot of the, like I said at the beginning, the whole first stage, he kind of, he kind of ran the back, you know? So right. along with Kyle Bush, they kind of did that. And then on pit stops, they kind of maneuvered themselves a little bit closer to the front. I think Kyle actually got tagged for speeding yes. early and he got the lucky dog at one point. Yeah. They call it free pass. I'm sorry. Aaron's doesn't sponsor that anymore. So it's not the lucky dog. It's right. the free pass technically officially. I'm always going to call it the lucky, the lucky dog though. So he got that back and Pastrana got tagged for going through too many pit stops and the pit stalls on his pit stop. And he got, he got put a lap down. And he eventually got that back. I think probably at the stage breaks, he got that back. And I'll be dang, man. Pastrana made it through all that crap. Man. What did he finish, uh, 11th? 11th. Tra- Let me say that again so everybody understands that. Travis Pastrana <laughs> finished 11th in the Daytona 500. Yeah, he That's wasn't really competitive. Either. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, Because I had put out there, was it uh, RJ? Yes. That said that? He said he picked Castrana for the race. And I said, you know what? If that dude wins, before I even knew where he was going to start, because he's going to start dead last. Right. But I said, if that dude wins, I will not only buy you one shirt, I'll buy you all three of them. Yeah. Actually, RJ chose Joey Logano, who finished okay. second. Uh, John sorry. Brown. That's it. That's it. Yeah. John Brown picked Travis Pastrana. My bad. No, you're good. Um, yeah. There's so many people in this thing now. I, know, I can't right? even tell you off the top of my head who's picked who. I'm so uh, We'll excited. talk about that in just a sec. Stenhouse wound up winning the race with this massive crash in turn two, which was so far away from us that we didn't even really see how it started. Yeah. It was, was that Kyle Larson that hit the wall head on so hard? Uh, I, I don't, I think it was. Yeah, for sure. Larson. I haven't heard anything about anybody being hurt. Thank so God. That's, that's that's good. I saw that in the distance, and I saw that dude come from the bottom of the racetrack and run straight up into the wall like that. 
I was legit scared for the guy. Yeah. But they came on the radio and said everybody made it through, you know, the medical deal yeah. and all that. Everybody was okay. It's like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. We're just going to focus on getting out of the track and, you know, getting back to the traffic, which, right. dang, we were like one of the first, seemed like one of the first 20 cars to get out of the racetrack, which was crazy. And so we waited until after the checker flag fell. But they had that crash, and then they threw the caution. And the 47 was up first on the leaderboard. And they come around, and Bell and Logano are doing something stupid with the 47, like they're racing them back to the caution, trying to be so stupid. Right. You know, like that's going to matter. But then they changed the leaderboard to 22 being first. Oh. Probably because he crossed the finish line first. Yeah. I'm thinking. So it automatically changed. But they changed it on the main scroll there oh, for all yeah. of us fans. And they were like, uh, what? And then we see pictures of the 47 crew cheering. And we were like, what? They're cheering, but 22 is the leader. I hope they don't give this to Logano. And everybody's saying the same thing. Please don't let Logano win this race. I don't think we care if Stenhouse wins. Right. But don't give it to Logano. I think that's the only reason why you heard a little bit of cheering was mm-hmm. because it's like people were not necessarily cheering that nobody, in-house yeah, one. Nobody cared. They were cheering because like, yeah, cool. Logano didn't win. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then they finally announced. So they said, ladies and gentlemen, you're a, you're a winner for the 2023 to 2500. Ricky Stenhouse. And everybody's like, no. all right, cool. Bye. Exactly. That's the exact same thing. I thought mm-hmm. watching at home, <laughs> I was like, as soon as they made it official, like you could just see on TV thousands of people walking away. Yeah. And it's like, awesome. we were one of them. <laughs> In fact, you probably didn't see us walking away because we were already out of the dang gate. Yeah. You know, like the minute it got announced, yeah. like she was, my wife was packing up everybody, packing up everything. And the minute it got announced, we were, we were out. And the same with everybody else. They're like, oh, okay, we're not yeah. sticking around for this. So everybody left. I mean, and he went and climbed the fence. I saw on Twitter. Uh, it was like, nobody's, nobody's and there. And then, did you see where he, like, he held himself up? And then he did the pull-ups without, like, his feet touching the fence. So, like, he was practically just hanging there. I won- I sat there and I saw it on TV. And I was like, man, I wonder if NASCAR is going to be super petty and, like, find him for that. Because, like, I mean, I saw it happen. And I was like, oh, my God, what is he doing? And then he started doing his pull-ups and i was like oh okay so you're just showboating but that mm-hmm. was like really wild for you to do so <laughs> i didn't I, I i saw a little bit of it after the fact but other thing i saw with him is that he took his trophy to waffle house oh my gosh and uh he i mean you know whatever but then he was at disney world magic kingdom on monday i think so really fast about that video you're talking about the waffle house mm-hmm. did you so you saw the video I didn't. I didn't watch the video. I just saw the pictures. I saw the oh. video playing. But I didn't really watch it. I will have to find it for you and send it to you. It is the most. If there was ever a video that was just screaming, "Look at me! I have a big trophy. I want you <laughs> to say something. So why don't you stop making this awkward and say something?" And finally, the workers were like, "Oh, look! That's a trophy. Did yeah, you win you, the big race? Something." Yeah, and yeah. he looks up and he says. Yeah, or whatever he says, and you know, and so they all start cheering for him and stuff, and you could just see how proud he was and how his cheeks were blushing. And I'm like, oh man, it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like none of the people in there cared a dang Nobody thing about cared. NASCAR, uh, especially him. It wasn't like you know, Dale Jr. or Jeff Gordon walking in the Waffle House, you know, with a trophy or something. Right. They, first off, they wouldn't have walked in the Waffle House. Exactly. You know, but still. Nothing against Waffle House. I mean, we ate Waffle House just the other day. You know, so it's like, Waffle House is fine. But don't okay. expect a big, massive cheer from uh, the people because you brought in the the uh, Daytona 500 trophy. I mean, like, they don't care. I mean, you know, it looked <laughs> like there was only like a family of three. And he had to go set his trophy right next to the them, you know. And it, it was... It was weird. It was so, it just looked like it was almost staged. You know, it was like, <laughs> golly, man. <laughs> staged in a really bad way. Yeah. Oh. Uh, real quick, I want to give the uh, winner of this week's Fantasy Cup contest. The winner of the t- free t shirt is nobody. Nobody. Because nobody picked the winner. It's not that easy, is it? 
It sucks. We had this many people <laughs> in this in this contest, and only I think two of them might have picked the same person. Yeah. Nobody yeah. won nothing. My guy actually crashed out and came back and finished like tenth or something like that. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. Somehow he finished, I think, eighth. And yeah. How about that? It was after seeing his car, what it looked like mm -hmm. at the end of the race. I was like, I don't know how he did it, but kudos to you. Uh, I really thought it was his year too. It, it went against completely. Yeah. Because Stenhouse never raced for Wood Brothers, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that broke that. All the yeah. history of the three years being a Wood Brothers driver or former driver, it's gone now. Yeah. So I hate that. But numbers lined up for Blaney this year. And it looked like he was doing pretty good there for a little bit too. And even the 21 car, I thought, well, dang, I picked the wrong, wrong Wood Brothers guy. Yeah, you you texted me that, and it took me about 20 minutes to realize what you meant by that. <laughs> and for some reason, I just was not getting that connection. And then I realized the streak, and I was like, oh, yeah, duh. That you know, makes sense. All right, so my time is running out. So let's yeah. uh, go ahead and go through uh, a little bit of the Fantasy Cup. Do you have any of that in front of you where you have I the do. points? Yeah, absolutely. I have the points um, right in front of me. So uh, there's a, a two-way tie for the lead of our point standings. RJ and Justin both picking Joey Logano have 45 points already this season. Billy has 40 points. Drew, Drewy two-time, 39 points. You have 36 points. Mm -hmm. John Brown has 33 points. Josh, 32. Caitlin, 27. Jessica, 26. I have 25. Our friend Joe has 24. So a bunch of us just finishing right there. Mm -hmm. um, Matt has 16. Brandy has 10. Tim uh, wasn't able to get his pick in on time, but that's okay because it's still super, super early in the, uh, the, the season. So, I mean, something like this happens. That's cool. Make the mistakes early so you can bounce back a lot. You know, you have plenty of time to bounce back. So oh, yeah. um, next, I think actually, uh, like we said earlier, it's Wednesday, so tomorrow I will be opening up uh, where you can vote or submit your driver for Auto Club. All right. I got somebody picked out. I'm not going to mention it here, but I've got somebody picked out. I don't know why, because by the time it comes out, I would, you know, I would have already said who I think it's going to be. But maybe I'll hold it off until Saturday sometime okay. just to not throw all my information out there. Okay. Auto Club is the next track. Uh, we're not going to go too long in the preview in that. It's the last race for the two-mile format, as far as we know. It will eventually turn into a short track. Martinsville style. maybe It's like a high-bank Martinsville, so it's kind of like a Bristol-Martinsville mixture. Kind of a combo, weird yeah. child of them two tracks. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to it. You're not. A lot of people are not. I'm not. Yeah, that's it, fine. Um, I personally didn't like Auto Club when it came on because I felt like it was just a copy of Michigan. See, uh, yeah, I I can totally see where you're coming from. It was a slightly flatter Michigan. Yeah. But, see, I didn't think Michigan really made that great of racing all the time either. That's why I thought, you know, with the seams and the bumps and the storylines that came with Auto Club, leave Auto Club and make Michigan you can't do a short that. track. You, you know, can't I mean, do that. Not with, Michigan's got such a history, and it's up there, like with with all the horsepower that they that they put oh. out in Detroit. And I mean, I don't know. You, you, there would be so much backlash if you did that with Michigan Auto Club. People are annoyed and they're aggravated. Michigan, there would be some massive backlash if they did that. That's true. I I wonder what Dobro thinks about it because Dobro actually um, lives like one. I don't know. Like he said, he lived like right next to the racetrack. So I wonder if what he feels about it. I don't know. Um, but we need to get out of here. Uh, looking forward to Auto Club next week. Check out the uh, Fantasy Cup Facebook page in tomorrow's Fantasy Cup Facebook page. Uh, for the post, it shows when you can start making your picks. Yep. And uh, real quick, we're going to throw it out to the podcast drafting partners. Uh, 
I want you guys to check out Fully Postable Wrestling Figure Podcast. I actually have not been able to listen to the show this week because I'm on vacation. So I got two weeks worth to check out probably Monday when I head back to work. Yeah. Drunk Wrestling History. Also check that out. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Positive with Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, really fun Facebook group too, by the way. Uh, Howling with the Wolf with the artist Jason Wolf. And check out some of his Chop Shop stuff if you can actually get in there. I wish I had more funds because this vacation is kind of draining my funds a lot faster than I thought it would. Uh, Magic and the Mouse, a Disney World podcast that I really enjoy too. And uh, who do you got? Yeah, starting off as always, Breaking Her Bane's Power Hour, uh, shop.banemusic.com. Uh, check out some of Bane's merch there. Uh, you can listen to You Know It's Fake, right? Uh, you can go back and listen to the archives. I said it right this time, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, the debut of Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross uh, debuted on the 18th, so this past Saturday. So you can expect uh, uh, episode number two on this Saturday. Uh, TB Toycast with Brian Breaker and Travis, uh, Travis Fowler. No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. You heard their commercial earlier. Go check out Tales from the Estate with Drew, Drew, Drew Caitlin, Drew mm-hmm. Vinsel and Caitlin, uh, with cameos from Rocco and Cole every once in a while. Um, like Tales from the Estate, you also heard Pulling Up a Chair with our friend Tim at a Chair Shot, um, his commercial. So go check out that podcast. Check out Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Jordan and Joe. Uh, also, Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner. Drops every Thursday where RJ in the uh, in the Marvel's Fantasy Cup is the producer. Also, Lionel Racing, uh, the official diecast producer of NASCAR. They have a podcast called Authenticated the Diecast Collectors Podcast. And that's all I got. Well, thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. If you would, please rate and review us. And uh, follow on all our social media, Twitter and Instagram at In the Marvel's Pod. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, you can email the show at InTheMarvelsPod at gmail.com. If you go to watermaneuver.net and click the search by store tab, scroll down to end the marbles, you can find our shirts. We have three up there right now. Uh, no contest this week. I'm only going to do that kind of thing. Me and Ethan both. We're only going to do that kind of thing for the uh, more important races or maybe more marquee races. We're not going to do a winner takes this every single week. That's just not going to be how it, like the Daytona was a big race. Does, and yeah. Talladega is a big race for me. Maybe Talladega will be that way. And then Darlington is going to be a big race. And maybe the Coke 600. Or, you know, we'll we'll throw them in here and there. Yeah. Uh, it won't be special if we do it every week. And I don't have the funds for it. So yeah, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, make sure to go to skinnymixes.com. Use the code MARBLES to save 10% on your first order at checkout. And uh, before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? I'm going to go do a lot of research about zebras because I'm still not convinced. But as always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you next time in the Marvels.